Welcome to the Foresight Church Podcast. Enjoy this week's sermon. For more information about us, go to foresightchurch.co.za. Good morning, Foresight Church. It's lovely to see you. But who ever thought that one day you'd be watching us on your computer screens or your TV screens or even your cell phone screens and us being able to talk to you um, in the comfort of your homes? So... I just want to say that we really miss you guys. We are looking forward to one day being in your church and being amongst you. But for now, this will have to suffice. So I just want to wish you a beautiful day. And I really pray that the Holy Spirit touches you as my husband shares with you this morning. Sending you guys loads and loads of love. God bless. Morning Foresight Church. And thank you so much for the privilege of being able to share with you, albeit by camera, this morning. Uh, and thank you to Chris and Suzanne and the elders for this opportunity. And I say that it's, it's, it's special for Hides and I because we know you as a church. We can picture many of your faces. We have visited you many times. And so we feel like we are speaking to people that, that we love and know and respect and um, have a relationship with that is very mutual. Can we pray? Father, I thank you for your Holy Spirit who reveals you and reveals our Lord Jesus Christ, who draws us closer, who touches and speaks so accurately and so individually, and at the same time speaks to the church as a community. And I ask you, Father, to do all of this today in Jesus' name. And for myself, Father, I, I pray for the ability to bring your word and in some way, Father, to reflect you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, if I had a title for the message today, it would be scattered or shattered. So I'm going to read two verses from Acts chapter 8. The context of this is Stephen has just been martyred. His martyrdom was witnessed by Saul. And as a result of this, persecution uh, breaks out in the church of Jerusalem and the church is scattered. So we read in Acts chapter 8 and verse 1, it says, On that day, a great persecution broke out against the church at Jerusalem and all except the apostles were scattered throughout Judea and Samaria. Verse 4 says, those who had been scattered preached the church wherever they went. And we know that Philip went down to Samaria. Now, friends, we, we read there the word scattered. I think so often in our minds, what we picture is the church shattered. And there is a big difference between a scattered church and a shattered church. You see, when something is shattered, it, it has the notion of being destroyed. It has the notion of being fragmented. And maybe 2,000 years ago, the church felt shattered. They've just witnessed one of their leaders stoned to death, and, and people are running for cover, and there's this feeling that the, we're shattered. See, see when, when something is shattered, it's broken. When, when the church is shattered... People are running for cover. Uh, our own needs become paramount. Uh, our language becomes despondent and hopeless. Our, our worship gives way to complaining. Uh, 
When we are shattered, we have all the time in the world, yet we sit around and do nothing. Shattered is, is, is a state of soul. It's just very introspective. And, and our worlds become very small. Scattered, on the other hand, is a very different word. In fact, the, the, the word that we have there, scattered, is translated from the Greek word diaspora, which is where we get the word diaspora. And, and it literally means uh, to sow throughout. It's, it's, it's where we get the word seed from. See, we, the word seed comes from, the word semen comes from this word, diaspora, this, this, uh, this sense of sowing, this, this reality of sowing. Now, when you read that, that scripture, the, through, through that understanding, it's a very different picture. So we could read it like this. The church was scattered like seed or sown like seed throughout the region. Very different picture to, to shattered. And so when we contemplate the church being scattered, first of all, there is divine authority. It's not just, it's not just random. It's not just pieces. You know, when you drop a vase, uh, I dropped one of my wife's crystal vases the other day, and, and pieces just shatter in every direction. Sorry, piece, yeah, that's right. Pieces, pieces just go in every direction. But scattering is not random. And so we understand this divine authority, the sovereignty of God in this. Now, the fact that God is sovereign doesn't remove all the questions. But it gives us a sense of peace. Because he who is good and he who is uh, sovereign is in control. So we still have questions. You know, did God make it happen? And if he did, what was, what was the reason? Did God allow it to? Obviously, God allowed it to. Why did he allow it? So, so the, this divine authority in a, in a circumstance doesn't remove the questions, but it gives us a heart peace. He who is good is in control. The second thing about scattering is that there is a divine purpose, not just a divine authority, but a divine purpose. Nobody sows seed for no reason. See, even the bad farmer, even the guy who scatters the seed badly, does it for a purpose. And that purpose is for fruitfulness, for harvest, for return. And so, and so when, we, when we see this church 2,000 years ago being scattered, there is this divine authority, but there is this divine purpose that God is scattering these people throughout a region as seed to be sown, kingdom seed, gospel seed to be sown for a harvest. And I think in many ways, this, this situation that is 2,000 years old, it's a picture of what, as a church, we're, we're working through at the moment. The church is somewhat scattered at the moment. And possibly it's a picture of where the church is going to end up in the years to come. So I want to ask this question. If the church, or these two questions, if the church has been scattered right now, what exactly has been scattered. What is this seed that God is, is sowing throughout the region? Number one, the gospel. And number two, the church. The gospel has not been shattered. The gospel is being scattered.
The church has not been shattered. The church has been scattered right now. So let's talk about the first one, the gospel being scattered. I am, I have the privilege of, of preaching quite regularly. And whenever I preach, I, I do my best to pray, to prepare, to, to try and find God's heart. Um, I, I try and dress reasonably neatly. But that's about, that's about what I'm worried about. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't worry about the technology. I don't worry whether the, you know, the sound, the microphone, the lighting is right. If the electricity, if the electricity goes off, I just preach a bit louder. If the, light go, the lights go off, I preach in the dark. Uh, all I'm really concerned about when I preach is, Holy Spirit, will you do your thing? Holy Spirit, will you speak? Holy Spirit, will, will you bring the, a revelation and the life and the love of the Father and the Son in this moment? Suddenly, we're preaching online a whole lot more. And, and I found myself worrying about things I never had to worry about before. Suddenly, there's all the technology and, uh, and is the camera working? Uh, is, the, is the sound okay? Is the, the lighting right? The first time I, I did an online preach for uh, One Life Church, when this lockdown began, uh, I, was, I was warned, you know, don't look down because you've got a shiny bald head. And then if you're looking down the whole time, people will, will just see a shine. Uh, somebody else said, Ed, you need to smile. You've got to take your glasses off. You need to smile. You've got deeply sunken eyes and you've got an intense look about you and, and you need to smile so i'm trying to smile right now uh don't close your eyes Ed. it's 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 overpowering it's too passionate and intense and so so i'm trying to preach and, and but actually i'm worried about all these other things it's true that that Certainly the preaching part and the word part of ministry and of the gospel is, has taken on a new method. Yes, it's true. We are, we are delivering the gospel through, through new means. But here's the fact. The message has not changed. Ours is the message of the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus the Messiah. And the possibility of a relationship with God the Father through Him in the revealing work of the Holy Spirit. Ours is the unchanging message of the gospel of the Lordship of Jesus. People are saved not because they need a Savior. People are saved because they confess Jesus as Lord. Ours is the message and the mission to continually point people to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And that is the gospel. That is the seed that is being scattered at the moment. And we may be finding new ways of sowing that seed. But that is the seed. The second thing that is being scattered at the moment is the church. Forgive me. For years, we've been trying to break the mindset that the church is not a building. Or the mindset that the church is a building, that's the one we're trying to break. And so we would walk down a street with our children or our friends and we would point to a cathedral or an old church building and we would say, that's not the church. 
That used to house the church, but that's not the church. So constantly breaking the mindset. Well, in a short while, we're going to have to break another mindset. We're going to have to break the mindset that the church is not a program. Just as we pointed to cathedrals and said that is not the church, we're going to be pointing to our TV sets and our devices in a short while and saying that's not the church. Because I think the challenge at a, at a time like this is, is that our understanding of the church becomes reduced. And so we'll be having to say to people, that's, that's not the church. If we go back 2,000 years ago, what happened? Well, the, the leaders remained in Jerusalem. They kind of held the fort. And, and the, some of the leaders and the saints were scattered. They were sown as seed throughout the region. And the, the beautiful thing is that despite the technology of the modern day and despite the ability to travel that you and I have right now, the church stayed in touch. This church stayed connected. The church continued to grow. It grew both numerically and, and, and it grew in its expression. Whether that expression was the planting of churches or the, the planting of churches in homes, what we would call connect groups or life groups or soul groups, there was this growth in the church that, that continued. The apostolic uh, mission, the apostolic practice of the church continued as the church was scattered. Teams were, were, were being sent. That there was a backwards and forwards moving of, of gifting. Very importantly, the needs of the poor were met through this scattered church. So I, I asked myself this question. Can it be now, as it was 2,000 years ago, can it be now in a, in a season where it seems as though the church has somewhat been scattered? Can it be that that? We don't just remain administratively and informatively connected, but pastorally and relationally connected. Can it be that, that even in periods of lockdown and change, we are still in touch? We are still connected. Can it be that in a period like this, the church remains apostolic? The church continues to grow. And, and we're not just talking the universal church, but, but for you as foresight, based where you are, can it be that in a, in a season like this, you as a church continue to grow? You as a church continue your apostolic mandate, your apostolic touch, that, that home groups are planted, and that perhaps for, even for some, the, a church plant is birthed inside of you. Put it like this. Can it be that in a time like this, the poor are being attended to, both the poor economically, perhaps even the poor emotionally, are being attended to. See, friends, it's, I, I, I guess I feel so desperately for this beautiful institution, this, this beautiful God project called the church. May it be that we don't just remain administratively tight, 
but that we are a people with, with soft and stirred hearts and willing hands. The scattered church, not the shattered church. To tell you a story, towards the end of last year, I did the memorial service of a young man who died 21 years of age. And he died on the streets. He died with complications of HIV, uh, general abuse, tuberculosis, and substance abuse. I spoke to his mother before the memorial. And she's not the natural mother. This little boy was adopted just after he was born. And this lady told me the story. She adopted this little boy just after he was born, legal adoption of a different race group, and the little boy was born HIV positive. And when she took this little guy home, uh, when she had to change his nappy, there was blood. Sorry that it's a little bit of a gory story. And she was nervous about being infected with or getting infected with HIV. And so in the beginning, she would, she would nurse this little boy and change him and clean him with gloves on. And she felt at some, at some point early on, she felt like the Holy Spirit was saying to her, you cannot love this little boy with gloves on. And she took a, she took a, she made a decision. She took a step. She said, I can't treat this little guy differently to my own children. And so at some point she started nursing this little boy and caring this little boy and washing and changes, changing him without gloves. And her understanding and her conviction was, I cannot love with gloves on and, and God will protect me. And God did protect her. And for many, many years, that little boy's life was quite amazing. And um, sadly, though, in his later teens, he mixed up with the wrong crowd and drugs took its toll. But when she told me this story, this, this, this line that she said, I couldn't love him with gloves on, really got to me. And I'm not saying now that we should be foolish with hand sanitizer and, and, and masks and all that sort of stuff. I'm talking about a heart state. I'm talking about something on the inside of us. Can it be, as, as the church is scattered across all the different divides, Romans chapter 5 says, The love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And if you think of abroad, it abroad carries, carries that connotation of crossing borders. Can it be that the love of God within us will cross all different borders, but we will love and touch and care as the church without gloves on? I hope you get the, the meaning of that. Some years ago, I got a phone call from a member in our church asking me, it's more than 10 years ago, asking me to come and bury their little child's guinea pig. And I remember I hadn't been asked to do that before, but I felt stirred in my heart. So I went there, I prepared for it, and I did a proper little burial service for a guinea pig. Breached, prayed, dug a hole in the ground, 
uh, lowered the guinea pig into the ground, covered it. It was a very, very tender moment. A mother and her two children. Ten years later, that mother writes to me, I have done her premarital counseling to her new husband, done their wedding, baptized their kids, attended the funeral of grandparents, and preached to them every Sunday for 10 years. They write to me after all of that to thank me, they didn't need to, to thank me for ministering to their family. They didn't speak about the preaching, the baptisms. They didn't mention uh, being there at, at funerals or weddings. They just mentioned one thing I had done for them as a family. Thank you for bearing the children's guinea pig. See, friends, the way we touch people's lives, we cannot begin to quantify or add value to it. And, and little things that we do can have such huge significance for people. So I pray for you, Foresight Church, that in this period of time, and it won't just be for this period. Somebody said to me the other day, uh, do you think things will ever go back the way they were? To which I replied, sadly, they probably will. Everybody has this thing that life is never going to be the same. Unfortunately, life probably will be the same again. But can it be that, that this scattered church, this this a notion, this understanding that we are seed sown by the divine authority and divine purpose of God for fruitfulness, fruitfulness in the gospel and fruitfulness in our love for people as the church. May that go from strength to strength. God bless you, Foresight Church, and thank you so much for this privilege.